Welcome to HXGN Radio. This is your host, Veronica Miller, and thank you for joining us for today's podcast episode titled Democratizing GIS, brought to you by Hexicon Geosystems. In today's podcast, we are talking to Johannes Hotz, Senior Product Manager at Leica Geosystems. Thank you, Johannes, for joining us today. With this year's release of the Leica Xeno 20 handheld collector, asset collection and management has been simplified so even non-GIS professionals can easily capture, insert, and manage all sorts of data. This idea of opening up GIS to all, or democratizing GIS, is a growing concept in the industry. So Johannes, um, thank you for coming today. Uh, Let's get started. So what does democratizing GIS mean to you? Thank you, Veronica. Um, For me, for sure, you can look from a bigger picture point of view. And this is about improved location intelligence with many sources of information. However, if I look into what our customers are doing daily in the field, it's to improve their productivity. And what does this mean in detail? Um, Often our field users are, as you mentioned before, not GIS professionals out in the field or are not surveyors. However, they have the task to collect accurate position data Mm -hmm. with a lot of source of information. So this could be any descriptive information, like, for example, if you look at a manhole from a utility side, if it's buried, if it's blocked, if it's clean enough, if the water can flow good enough in case of, of heavy rains. So all the systems, they collect information. They are experts in a certain field, like a utility technician is not an expert in GIS or in in surveying. However, they have the task, as I said before, to collect accurate data. As consequence, as they are not familiar with GIS, they use very often paper and pen and recorded um, the position, maybe using a tape. And back in the office, the data must be redrawn in the map to create um, accurate information in the GIS. Or they use digital systems which are very complex to use and they require a lot of training for those um, field users. This means democratization of GIS as consequence you can increase the productivity of the field crews if you can offer a solution that is easy and simple to use. So how is it that the Leica Xeno 20 is leading the charge here? Well, the Xeno 20, and especially the software which runs on the Xeno 20, like the Xeno Mobile, a complete new developed software that is um, based on Android, on our Android operating system, or also the collector for ArcGIS from ESRI. It's simply a tool for everyone. Mm -hmm. When designing the Xeno 20 and the Xeno Mobile, we focused on simplification, so this buzzword, which is means making complex things um, simple. For example, all complexity of, it's again, talking as a surveyor, co- complex coordinate systems, geoids, transformations, um, transformation models in the background, this is all hided by the customer, and we can even um, allow him to change the coordinate system once he started with a, di- a different one as he made him make a mi- mistake. So all points are reprojected. So really complex things we put in the background and look at the user interface, which is another very important thing to make a clean and easy to use user interface. In the foreground, simple, not many tools, not many toolbars where things are hidden. Now a very clean and simple thing that people can see themselves very easily. Next thing is for sure the intuitiveness. 
The, um, our software runs like Google Maps, so you operate it, you have a slider from the bottom, you have a slider from the left, you can use gestures for zoom in, zoom out, rotation, pan, etc. So a lot of tools which are traditionally used in toolbars are now part of the user experience in the field. And there's for sure always multiple ways to get to information. If you want to change a setting, you can find different ways so it become again a very simple um, learning experience. And lastly, what we do is quite a lot of things on education. So we have user interface videos explaining the first steps, the first five minutes to use, the user experience on how to open the box or how to start. Then we have simple quick guides for the customers to, to get into the system and the user manual. All this together forms a solution that our customers are not requiring training. Mm -hmm. So if the customer gets the Sino 20 the first time, he can simply open the box and he's ready to start. A five-minute kickoff video is sufficient for him to be productive in the field. And this is what attracts today our customers again, because they can use it in the field without training and everyone in the field can use it. So the goal here is to make it as user-friendly as possible. Absolutely. So with that in mind, what would you say to the critics who say this is simply oversimplification of the field? Do you know what happened in 2007? Um, well, it's an unfair question, I know. <laughs> but Apple released the first iPhone. Um, who thought prior to this release that you can do more with a phone, a mobile phone, cell phone, that you can do more than SMS, text messaging, and phoning? Mm -hmm. No one. Apple understood at this point in time to make complex things easy. And the consequence of this one, there is a huge adoption rate of it. Before, you use your phone, you make your calls, you use your laptop to make your emails, um, you use the internet to browse things. Now mm -hmm. you have apps, news apps, games, huh? clear, makes fun. Mm -hmm. It's always about in enjoyment. But this is the interesting part. And again, same applies to our industry. Um, to get a high acceptance rate, a high adoption rate from the customer base, because you can tell very often people you have to use it. If they're not feeling comfortable, they will always find ways to navigate this one around. Mm -hmm. But it must be simple. It must be easy. It must be intuitive. And it must be a joy of use. And it must be as simple as paper and pen. And it must have the benefits of a um, of instant maps in the field. And the Sino 20 and simplification or democratization of GIS is exactly delivering this one to our customer base. So going off the, the Apple example, you know, over years it really was solidified in the field and became you know, the go-to um, for that type of technology and uh, user friendliness. Uh, so how do you think this concept will evolve in the future? <sighs> this means... Um, it will be my many, many, many more field users use it. Um, if you look at a utility company, they have hundreds of, of field users, and they all together are disconnected very often from the office. They get their work management or workforce um, task by an email or by a different kind of on a paper in the morning. Mm -hmm. They collect the data in not one system. What I strongly believe that all together forms comes into one big um, solution where this data is ended and managed. Mm -hmm. And um, for example, if if what I see, what for example ESRI is doing or ESRI is doing, they have um, a, a complete open GIS where they can have then dedicated 
field apps. One is uh, the workforce management app, the other is the collector, and all this forms together into one um, backend. Other than simplifying processes, what other benefits do you see with democratizing GIS? Well, it gives a huge flexibility on our customer side. Crew leader, a field crew leader, can more flexibly plan the field tasks because he doesn't need a one specialized to have to do maybe two jobs a day. Mm-hmm. The simplification allows him that he can utilize the stuff he has in mm-hmm. a very, very simple way and that everyone can do this task because the learning curve is so low. So I think this is a big flexibility, but more important, it comes to the GIS manager. It's leveraging the investments he has done into the GIS, which is millions very often, and very often he lacks of this accurate data in the field. And this process and these are the benefits he can increase from um, democratization of GIS, that uh, it's a tool for, with high accurate data collection for everyone. How do you think this concept will evolve in the future? Well, it's getting more information. Um, Classically, for sure, you can connect more sensors. Um, It's in Europe, where I'm I'm come from, very often you have to map the underground assets, uh, electric cables, Mm -hmm. um, pipelines. You can use those um, underground asset data collectors, so they're like the DigiCat from like Geosystems. if I look a bit more in the future, it's this Internet of Things, ideas and concepts which go into this one to support um, reliable and accurate data collections with many, many sources of information. And it's not necessarily a PC. It could be a variable. It could be something which is plugged onto a lamppost or things like that. And speaking of the future, do you have any future plans for, well, not maybe you specifically, but uh, like a Geosystems, um, do you have any future plans for the Leica Xeno 20 in this you're dialogue? Sh- you're absolutely right. <laughs> I have many future yes, plans for um, the Xeno 20. The Xeno 20 was now released in June this year at Hexagon um, Live in Las Vegas. And since then, we have received so many positives feedbacks. The Xeno 20 is a big success for, for Hexagon Geosystems in terms of, of selling. Mm-hmm. But also what I think is more important about the adoption rate by customers, because the, the people love the freshness of the solution. Mm-hmm. The people love that it's based on Android. It's simple to use, that they can really go out and, and start training. If we do dem- demonstrations with a customer, the customer is not getting trained. You have to do this. You have to they get the device and they are ready to go and do the high data collection. So therefore, I believe this these plans of the Xeno 20 to have an all-in-one device with accurate data, with an open operating system like with Android, where you can plug in your apps greatly. Um, what we will work is for sure is to increase the functionality of Xeno Mobile that we support more sensors, as I said before, underground at- asset collectors, mm-hmm. Internet of Things type of devices. But also what we believe is supporting apps mm-hmm. so that our partners can bring their apps onto the Xeno 20 and get more out of it. So just making it really as integral as possible for your customers to be using it Absolutely. on the field with their phones um, as seamlessly as possible. Absolutely. This is the source of information and the, the, the device for field crews that which is used in the field and the daily operation, independent where it is and who uses it. 
Thank you for stopping by today. Uh, we really appreciate your time, and thank you for being our guest. Tune in to more episodes from HXGN Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on our Stitcher channel. Or you can visit hxgnnews.com for more stories from Hexagon's global network of businesses. Thanks for listening. 